cartoon commentary is not intended for children. Tom, Keith, and Corey are usually wrong, and anything they say can and probably will offend you. Apologies in advance. Commence the podcast. Cartoon commentary. Pokemon Indigo League, Season 1, Episode 24. We are recording. So, I hope Corey's still awake after all the uh, intense stock talk. What's up, Internet? Welcome to Cartoon Commentary, a podcast where three trainers in their 30s talk about old, new, and sometimes world-changing cartoons. (laughs) I'm the undeniable, undisputed Pokemon master... Corey, is he shaped like a Snorlax, Zamir? I'm Tom. I am a jelly-filled donut, O'Connell. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm Keith. Gotta catch them all and release them, because I'm a nice guy, Barnofsky. <laughs> okay, Ash, catch them. <laughs> <laughs> that was always, like, one of my most... Uh, he He, like... He, like, trains up Pokemon to be so good, and then he's just like, let let me release it into the wild so it can be free and help the other Pidgeots and Butterfree and all this. Uh. You know what that was, though? Like, he was like, yeah, you know what? You're special. Why don't you go back into the wild? And he was just like, you can't cut it in the league, bitch. You can't. Well, no, what it, what it was is they'd come out with a new game, so he'd have to replace all the starters with the new starters. And basically Mm -hmm. fuck up his team every single, you know, couple years. Why didn't he just do what you did in the game where you just send him back to Professor Oak for Professor Oak to just have a whole bunch of Pokemon servants? I don't know. Because, uh, like, for instance, if he really needed to win this league battle and there was no rules against using Charizard, why not just use Charizard? Like, he... he, He, like, sets Mm. his own rules for things, and he only ends up using, like, the Pokemon from that region when he's in a new region, so... Well, well, first, let's just acknowledge he is a ten-year-old kid. Yeah, an immortal ten-year-old kid. And honestly, wait, let's go back to that strategy. So when he goes to a new region, he only uses the Pokemon from that region. Wouldn't technically the best bet to be to use some Pokemon, at least, from outside that region that people in that region don't have? Yeah. Like, by only using Pokemon that are found in that region, you're just like, hey, I could have had an advantage. But fuck that. Like, he likes the challenge. I, I mean, <laughs> I get that, kind of, but he's a 10-year-old kid. I just feel like he's being dumb. <laughs> I don't feel like it's a strategic like I mean granted the strategic mood would be to keep some of your other Pokemon have a well diversified team of abilities to to be able to capitalize on other Pokemon's weaknesses and if you're in a particular region they're going to be hopefully probably focused on Pokemon's of certain elements that you could basically just be like oh look I caught a bunch of Pokemon's from this region I know what the elements that they're made up of I'm going to capitalize on those weaknesses and just steamroll these people and instead he's like 
No, I'm going to catch brand new Pokemon every time and then win with them. Except for Pikachu. Well, the thing is, Pikachu is part of the problem. Because... <laughs> oh, that, <laughs> that fucker Pikachu. And don't, well, no, think, fucker. don't get me started. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm thinking about this logically because I've thought about Pokemon a lot yep. over the years. Now, the problem with Pikachu is in a gameplay setting having been through so many different regions never been outside of the party all the battles he's been through he's got to be at least level 99 100 you know mm. like he is a fully trained pikachu at this point uh the problem with that is he gets into a new region he throws pikachu out against like the new one of the new starters and he gets his ass whooped against a level 5 pokemon what we now have established for the cartoon is levels don't exist. Yeah, which, uh, I mean... Which makes sense, because with how fast um, Ash's uh, Charizard, you know, evolves, like, he obviously didn't gain, like... Like, he literally, I think after the point when he becomes a Charmeleon, he literally... Uh, evolves in like the next like three or four episodes or something like that yeah i mean at the, same, Charizard. at the same time though at the the little that i've seen a pokemon is that like pikachu comes out right he gets his ass kicked but usually pikachu ends up when like he doesn't get his ass kicked and like pass out like he gets his ass kicked but then he comes back and wins so i feel like well, no there's there's like just there's some l's on his record are there? Yeah. I was yeah. Gonna, yeah. All right. Because I was going to say, if it was one of those things where it's like, it's another Pokemon that he's just never encountered, like, he could just be thrown off. It's like, it's like fighting martial arts and like coming into a ring with somebody that has a totally different style you've never seen before. So like for the first five minutes, they kick your ass. And then once you like, he cues into it and then he's like, oh, wait. I just have to thunderbolt him like everybody fucking else. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And don't use the iron tail. The iron tail is garbage. Okay. All right. Yeah. I don't know. Well, well the thing is like Ash doesn't I I think I haven't pulled this up but from just memory uh he's only won like two championships. Like I I believe in like season 2 or whatever happens in between, you know, red, blue, gold, silver. They have the Orange League, which is kind of like the bullshit league where you get badges by not actually fighting people, but by dicking around doing stupid challenges kind of thing. Like, he supposedly wins that one from what I remember. But then I remember it made news a few years ago when he actually won, like, whatever uh pokemon championship there was hmm. when he usually just loses at some point i mean so he has like two like championships i guess huh. so i mean like... but still his pikachu will go to the next region and get clowned on by a level 5 pokemon i mean like if you won the world series of poker twice you'd be a multi multi millionaire so and then you, you come over to our uh, 
our you know local game and we take you for all you have apparently can, can right. we just can we just get this one really awkward thing out of the way that like pokemon is basically fancy dog fighting i mean <laughs> Yeah, for the for the most part, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. So, like, the only reason why this is okay is because it's fantasy, it's a cartoon, and nothing's real, and there's no blood. But other and, than and, that, and, <laughs> and realistically, no Pokemon ever dies, except from from old age, yeah, I but, guess. But question the, mark. But at the same time, if two mm. dogs like beat the shit out of each other for money, that still wouldn't be okay. Like even no. if you didn't do it to the death. So like, it's right. It's just one right. of those things where I'm just like, if you know, well, even if, you know, if if me and Tom had guinea pigs and we were just like, shit, we're putting razor blades on their heads and they're gonna fight. <laughs> like somebody <laughs> would arrest us for that. Like. Well, yeah, but it's uh, it's fantasy dog fighting. <laughs> the same way that if you play D and D, you know that's a, that's fantasy. You're not actually like getting swords and stabbing You're people. Right. It's kind of it's kind of like fantasy football, where like I get all the excitement of football without having to like train or recover from getting hit. <laughs> no. Not quite, because we're not actually <laughs> no, pretending to no. play. And we don't have. We're basically just. We're basically just. Well, we usually have money on it. Uh, <laughs> we're usually just pretending mm-hmm. to be like coaches, I guess. <laughs> just like, yeah, you play. You sit. Oh wait, you know what the new thing should be? God what? damn. Um, so. I know that there's Pokemon games out there right now. We like do do battles and whatnot. Like, b- why don't we put money on these things? Like Pokemon battles with money. Like professional Pokemon players doing battles live. Put money on it. It's kind of like just. It's like a. It's a McGregor versus. I don't know whoever McGregor fights. McGregor just think... broke his ankle, by the way. Uh, I thought it was his leg. Like yeah, right above the ankle. I guess. Oh, yeah. But um, one of the many reasons I don't watch MMA. Yeah, it's it was. I saw I, the slow mo video. It was gross. Yeah, I can't. A few years ago, when uh, uh see this, I don't watch MMA. But the other guy that snapped his leg on someone else's shin. Yeah. Yep. Like, no, McGregor. I, the funny thing is, McGregor didn't snap his leg on somebody else's sin. The other guy was kicking McGregor in the leg so many times, and then McGregor picked up his leg, and then went to put it down. By the time he picked it up, it was like floppy, and it was oh like, God. "Oh no, don't put that!" Oh, he's gonna put it down. Oh God damn it! Ooh. It was bad. Yeah. Uh, see, I that I get like super like squeamish about shit like that. Yeah. Me too. I think Which, I think I think most sane people do. Yeah, but the, but the thing is, like, I'm perfectly so. It's weird. I'm okay with watching MMA if it's not live. Like, if if you can vet it for me and let me know that nothing like that happened, yeah, like I'll no, watch people get punched in the face all day. Yeah. No. No. Like gruesome. Like bone breaks or. Yeah, and and that's why I like. Uh, uh, not MMA, but aside from that, like with wrestling, I like watching like old ECW stuff 
Extreme Championship Wrestling for the two co-hosts I have here that probably just blanked when I said that. Yeah. Uh, or it's a whole bunch of, you know, steel chairs, barbed wire, ladders, shit like that. But because it's all done and over with and it's all just, you know, stuff that happened in the past, I know that there, there's nothing there that's going to, like, shock me and be like, oh, no, gross, this person's bone sticking, you know, like... I. I just don't want to see anything like that. Hmm. So. I get it. I mean, it's it's one of those things. I don't honestly, I don't feel like I like to see it. But the problem is, is that, like, it'll come up on the internet and then I'll see it. And then I'm like, yeah, oh. that's. And, like, I get, like, the shivers up the spine, the grossness, the weirded out. And then I go, yeah. hold on, let me see it one more time. Yeah, I'm just like, that's, that's the problem with uh, Facebook and any social media is I'll hear about it and I know it's just an eventuality. Yeah. Like, no matter how hard I try, someone's going to have the video. I'm going to scroll Facebook and it's going to be auto playing and yeah. it's just going to be like, oh, great. Thanks. But that's, that's, I don't know. Maybe it's part of this, just the society. I, and I don't even have Facebook anymore. But like, when I come across a video like that, it's like I see it, but it's I'm not prepared for it. So I see it, and it's such a shock that I'm like, "Wait, that was awful!" But did I see everything? Did I? And so then I watch it again, <laughs> and I really soak in all of it, and I'm like, Gross. the whole time, well, I'm like almost mentally feeling the pain in his leg, and then I'm like, "That's awful." Why would you ever do this? And then I'm like, wait, how many millions of dollars does he have? Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, yeah, I'd fucking, I, I'd let somebody sledgehammer my leg for that many millions, okay? <laughs> I mean, like once, one, one sledgehammer hit. You get one good swing. Yeah, you get one. Yeah. Make it fucking count. <laughs> the paramedics better be right fucking there too. Mm-hmm. God damn. Anyway, Tom, that, the, this is the most... We basically... No, this is the most gruesome intro uh, to Pokemon. We've, we've compared dog it to fighting. dog fighting and UFC. I, and you know what's funny is like you guys were going on and on, and, and every once in a while I was trying to get my two cents in, but I didn't get a chance. I didn't even get to go on a rant about how this is pretty much slavery. <laughs> It's, no, I'm not even kidding. No, like, Tom, Tom, you know, you could save that for later in the episode. There's a perfect well, yes. point. There's there is a, a perfect point. There's because, a perfect yeah. point where you can bring that up. Actually, there's yeah. probably two perfect points. So uh, The whole episode's perfect to explain it. <laughs> it's true. So, but oh, Tom, yes. let's, let's just peruse this episode in the... Um, the UFC style uh, commentary that we've already set out. To, it's actually it's not UFC commentary. It's UFC cringeworthy commentary that we've set out in style. Sure. So anyhow, uh, yeah, uh, we didn't even say like uh, by this point. I'm sure the listeners have already figured out we're going to be talking about Pokemon. Uh, the animated uh, cartoon. Uh, I thought it was Pokemon. Pokemon. I can't. Poke I... Pokemon or po po <laughs> Pokemon? Pokemon. I, I thought. Poke. Pokemon. I don't know. I thought, Pokemon. Like, Is I... it a Pokeball? No, right before the commercial break when you watched Pokemon? it as a kid. Pokemon. 
No, it's Pokemon. No. Nope. It's I po- it's, Is it Pokey? Is this gonna be Deke? Po- no, no, you guys you guys you guys Deke. correct me. Deke. <laughs> Nobody's gonna get that. That episode's never gonna air. <laughs> I love that. No, Corey that's used that's that... the that's gonna be like oh, the second episode. I know, I know, I know that Corey puts that in the end of every episode, but it's <laughs> the origins are unknown. No, no, it's going to be Pokemon, pretty much the it's... second episode people ever hear. So, <laughs> so wait, hold on. Somebody, somebody, pronounce it correctly. I dare you. Pokemon. Pokemon. Oh, Tom did it wrong. Corey did Pokemon. it. Pokemon. 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 Uh, the E can't be harsh. It's not a harsh. It's not a Pokemon. <sighs> Gotta catch Pokemon. I I just hear the 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 singers saying it right before the commercial break and like right as it's leading mm. in from commercial. Uh, yeah, this... but then think about how everybody in the show says it. <laughs> Oh, I know, yeah. but I don't give a shit about them. I, I care about oh. the, the way the singers say so, it. Because... So the people who like were paid to sing a song one time, mm-hmm. yes, and it's probably the first time they've heard any of these lyrics, Yeah, and no one probably was like, hey, it's pronounced this way. Uh, all I know is... and they're, they're the ones that are the authority. It's the greatest opening theme song to any show ever, and it's Pokemon. I would have to so, agree. Yeah, um, I'd have to agree with that. So, I, Google Pokemon pronunciation. It's Pokemon. 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 P O W K U H. M A A N. Pokemon. 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 Alright, I know. I hold on, hold on. I I gotta ask this question to Keith. Keith, uh Crayola makes these things you use the color with. What do you call it? What? Crayola makes these things you use the color with. What do you call them? Crayons. All right, you say it right. <laughs> it's not a crayon. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. How did you say it? Crayon. He said it crayons. It's a crayon. It's crayon. It's two syllables. It's a crayon. Crayon. Like, he went out of his way to say it wrong. He just doesn't know how to actually say the word. No, it's crayon. Keith, you gotta get your mic fixed. You're saying it wrong. Um, pretty sure it's a cram. All right. I'm uh, pretty sure that Keith hears all words wrong, <laughs> and then he just says it how he thinks he heard it, like dick and dick, <laughs> dick, dick, dick. It's so weird, little girl. And all of a sudden it says, Dick. <laughs> it's like, no, no. See, it says it's, all these co- it's, it's all these conversations that just solidify that people are going to have to hear that episode. <laughs> it's it's Pokemon. <laughs> it's Pokemon. Yeah. It's not Pokemon. It's Pokemon. 
Oh, I'm not saying. I, I know I'm not saying it right, but I'm going to keep no, saying it I the way I'm saying I it. I literally Googled multiple results of like phonetic spellings and like YouTube. That's why I was asking you what, because I just wasn't paying attention to you because I was listening to other things. Um, and other people saying this is the proper way to pronounce it. It's Pokemon. It's not Wait, Pokemon. I, it's I know. Pokemon. It, I, I know it's it's a it's you know you're wrong from Japan, but the word itself, Pokemon, is it is it uh, Spanish? I thought it was Spanish for pocket monster. I have no idea. <laughs> I was going to say no, if it is Pokemon. Spanish, Pokemon is just the word they came up with to call them in the United States. Wait, so what is it called in Japan? Pocket Monsters. Uh, uh, oh. Okay. So if you look at the back of a Japanese um, oh, Pokemon so card, it says Pocket Monsters on it. So that makes sense, though, because Pokemon is is like kind of... Like, even letter-wise, like, it's pocket monsters. It's P-O... Well, I mean, P-O-K-E, but... I mean, poke is... is That's... If you're looking at poke, it's like the only time I've heard that was it's like a poke bowl. And a poke bowl is a Hawaiian-slash-Japanese-influence uh, dish where you take a bowl of white rice... And he put diced up raw fish, like sushi style, in a marinade. Sometimes with like, you know, soy sauce or mayonnaise or seaweed or, you know, different spices. Like tossed together like a a raw fish salad on top of a bed of of white rice. Toss that raw fish salad? That is a, yes. That is a a poke bowl. But a poke bowl. You get sick from that, Keith. I've had many of them. I've never been sick. (laughs) <laughs> but actually, and I even went to, there was an amazing place in Hawaii that sold them. It's called Ono Seafood, <laughs> which Ono means in Hawaiian, Ono means good. It's O-N-O. It, it's, it's just funny because you, you usually would not want to go to a place that sells raw fish called Ono Seafood. Right? <laughs> like, the, usually it sounds like a bad choice. Actually, it was this little hole in the wall and... They literally, like, caught their own fish, like, you know, butchered them there, and did poke bowls. It was $5.50 for this little styrofoam container with white rice, like, uh, a whole bunch of, like, marinated raw tuna on it, and a can of soda. $5.50 for an entire, like, literally, they would sell that in, like, New York City... That same dish on a plate instead of a styrofoam dish would have been like $20, $25. It's like fresh, fresh fish, marinated, seasoned great on white rice. But since it's like raw fish, like cities charge such a premium. But if you go to apparently like an island state where they're just like, I don't know. We have a family boat and we just catch fish and then just like serve it to people. They're like, oh, pay me five bucks. It's crazy. Mm. But that's a Poke Bowl and you definitely can't defeat Pikachu with it. So, Poke Bowl. Keith, it's pronounced Poke Ball. No. 
I'm gonna. You're saying it wrong. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna yeah. rage quit this podcast. Yeah. You guys wait. <laughs> Pokeball. No. You catch Pokemon in it. It's not food, Keith. Pokeball. I, I hate you guys. I hate you guys so <laughs> it much. It keeps gone. It I keeps just, gone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Should Should I talk about Primate Goes Bananas? No. No, not at all. Let's keep all doing. Right. Let's keep doing this. Let's. Keep... <laughs> let's keep I'm talking gonna... about how to pronounce words. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna look up. I'm just gonna look up videos of UFC fighters breaking their legs and MMA fighters breaking their legs, and I'm just gonna describe them in gory detail for the rest of the episode. And then we're gonna oh, be like, could... <laughs> "See, you you sidestep the actual thing you could do, which is send me the video." Uh, you describing them doesn't matter. To me. Well, that that's the that's the backup though. If I describe mm. them and you're not getting cringy, then I then I send them. It's kind of like you don't you don't chop off the toe and send it right away, you know. You send a threatening yeah, you letter. Work your way up. You send a threatening letter first, and then you go. Here you go, Lebowski. Here's the toe. <laughs> and then your friend Walter goes. You need a toe? I get you a toe. You need a toe with nail polish? Get you one by three p.m. Cor- you know, Corey still hasn't seen the big Lebowski. You're spoiling it oh. for him. That's that's not. See, boring. so here's here's the thing with movies like that, and I think I, I think we've literally had this conversation on this podcast before. Probably. The more you guys talk about a movie, the less it makes me want to see it. Sometimes, you know, like not just you guys, but like anytime anybody is like Keith, really into a movie. Keith. All right, yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to say it. We've been picking on it a lot this episode already. <laughs> but, at the, but at the same time, the the Big Lebowski's been out for twenty three years. I'm sorry, Corey. You had twenty. You've been alive for thirty five years. You had all False. 34, <laughs> 34 years and change. You've had the whole twenty three years to see that movie. You could have seen it. Oh, that's the thing. I'm not worried about spoilers. Like that's not what's keeping me from wanting well, to see it. That's what I'm saying. It's, Tom's like, it's hey, the spoilers. overhyping that I feel like you guys do for it. That no, you know what it is. It's nostalgia. It's because ex- it's the exact reason why we have this show and we talk about this and how it <laughs> yeah. affects our individual ratings is that we, me and Tom, saw this show at a not a super young age, but I I would say I saw this around the middle school to high school transition somewhere around there, like, you know, 13 to 15. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was already into bowling, which bowling is not a huge part of the movie, but I thought the, it was a bowling movie. No, no, it's every scenes in a bowling alley. Yeah, kind of, but like, it's not about the bowling. It's about <laughs> the social interactions that happen. It's, it's like, very little parts about the, like the bowling is just a a they venue. Like the bowl. It's a yeah. venue to tell the story. It's not mm. really about the bowling. But what's funny is that I latched onto the bowling from a young age, and I was like, "Shit, bowling is cool because look at these crazy guys' lives. These crazy <laughs> motherfuckers bowl. I want to bowl and be a crazy motherfucker. And bowling itself is kind of boring, but I love doing it still." 
I mean, I haven't been bowling for a while because, you know, pandemic. But. All right. So here's the thing. I'm about to send you guys a picture. It's... And I want you, when you get it, to describe for our audience what you're seeing. It better not be a dick pic. I'm just saying. Is it oh, no. a broken leg? No. No, but it, it is um, it is relevant to what we were talking about with the Big Lebowski. And, and one of the things with the Big Lebowski is, I don't think I've heard anybody else except for you guys talk about the movie. You have it. You fucking have it. No, I can see it from here. Like, that was, I didn't have to move to take that picture. Like, it's there. It's there. It's in my possession. It's a DVD that's sitting on my shelf. You know what the problem is? Is that, like, if me, you, and Tom sat down and watched that movie, me and Tom would love it, and I'd just be like, eh. Well, you would. Because I have no nostalgia for it. You wouldn't. The thing is, it is a good movie. It's a weird movie. It's a good movie. You may like it, but the problem is that the the overreaction that will happen from me and Tom watching it will further ruin your like for the movie because we mm-hmm. will just we will be waiting for certain iconic scenes to happen and you <laughs> will see your excitement and then when the scene happens you'll just be like that's fucking it no like, you'll you'll look over and I'll be like texting on my phone or something and you'll be like yeah yeah exactly (laughs) exactly so it's it's one of those things like it there are certain movies that happen within your lifetime that if you did not see them at an early enough age you will not have you will never be able to build the same nostalgia I would say as other people Mm. it's kind of like if you never played like Tom Super Mm -hmm. Mario 3 right Mm -hmm. Yeah. Me and you, not together, but me and you as children separately, we played that game incessantly. And mm-hmm. that is one of my top 10 games of all time, always will be. I fucking love Super Mario 3 because yeah. I understand the game, the timing. I've played all of the levels many times. And even though I have not played the game in years, I know that I could pick that game up right now and be fucking good at it not as good as i was necessarily but i could be damn good at that game and but if you give if you give that game to somebody nowadays as good as that game was back then you give that game to somebody nowadays and say play this they'll play it and they'll go yeah that's fine yeah like if they've never played it before they'd be like Oh, yeah, that's cool. It's they would. It, the, here's the thing. They would relate it to like one of the um, like the retro style platformers that they have nowadays. That is like harkening back to the days of Mario Three. Oh, exactly. Something mm. that something that like got its inspiration <laughs> from Mario. Yeah. 3. Yeah. Th- yeah. They'd be like, oh, but I I like uh, Super Meat Boy better, or you know whatever. Or Castle Crashers. Platformer they want. Yeah, well, Castle <laughs> Crashers is a little bit more completely 3D, different kind 3D, of game. 3D, yeah. I was trying to think of like a, a retro style recently released. Oh, like, oh, I like Shantae and the Pirate's Curse better. Like, something like that. Or mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, okay. Or like, wasn't there a Scott Pilgrim game? Well, that was a beat-em-up. Yeah. Oh, that's that was like River City up. Ransom. It's more like a Double Dragon. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, but to loop back what we were saying... Uh, about like having that kind of nostalgia kind of like driving 
uh, and in our last episode, we kind of saw that happen um, mm-hmm. with you guys having not watched that episode of the X-Men because it was really obscure. And whereas, like, that's, like, one of my favorite cartoons ever. And that kind of scares me a little bit for some of the stuff that I want to watch going forward in this podcast. Because I know, like, neither of you have seen, like, any Transformers stuff, right? A little bit. I, like, way back in the day, but, like, I was not, I saw Transformers. I was not You weren't into it. Like, you you wouldn't be able to... you wouldn't be able to name five characters kind of thing. I would I would struggle. I might be able to hit five, but I would struggle. Uh, I would say, no, I'm not going to try right now because I don't want to embarrass myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like Optimus Prime, Megatron, <laughs> Bumblebee, Sonic Scream. Nope. Oh. What? Right. Star, Star Scream. Star Scream. Uh, that's Soundwave. Soundwave, damn it. So Devastator, I can... Rumble, Frenzy. Yeah. yeah, it was not my... Uh... You know what's funny is that I would say that back in that era, I probably watched Beast Wars more. Oh, you, yeah. know what's... you know what's funny, though? I don't remember a single name from Beast Wars. Oh, come so... on. <laughs> so... So I was actually thinking about this because, uh, well, this is going to date the podcast, but at this point they just released on Netflix the third part of the Transformer series they're coming out with, um, hmm. and it's it's really good. Like it's really good, and it has um, it's kind of like the third part is like kind of a crossover between G One Transformers and Beast Wars, hmm. so. If even if you just like Beast Wars, it's something you should probably check out. Yeah, and no. you could like knock it out in like three nights, like the whole thing. Really? Because oh. like each each part of it is like six episodes, I think. So last night I literally, or actually it might have been the night before, I literally was like working out in the office and I just like put it on, and pretended to work and mostly just watched it. And all of a sudden it was over, and I was just like, "Wow, that was amazing." But it made me think, like, in the future, because there's, like, a lot of cartoons that I want to do for this show, mm-hmm. but they're, like, cartoons I want us to watch together in the same room at a point yeah. when we could actually do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because just like you guys would be looking for my reaction at certain scenes in The Big Lebowski, I would want to see, like, what happens when Stan Bush's Dare comes on in uh, Transformers the movie, because that's, like, a big moment. Yep. And mm. I just feel like because you guys have no no nostalgia for it, it'll just be like, oh, I guess this is a cool '80s song, <laughs> and I'll just be like, I'll just be losing my shit. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it is hard. Like the whole nostalgia thing definitely throws a wrench in in the works. I mean, because it is what it, like nostalgia is what it is like. You can't yeah. force nostalgia on other people, but at the same time, it's it's worth being exposed at this like to somebody else's nostalgia piece, and that sounds a little bit <laughs> sounds so weird. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Please do not show me your nostalgia piece. I'll go to jail. Ooh. 
Uh, I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, I've had it forever, and I really think that you guys would enjoy it. <laughs> it's, that's Keith's code word he uses with his wife in front of his kid. You know, he doesn't oh, want his kid to know yeah. what he's talking about, so he talks about his nostalgia piece. My nostalgia piece. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Remember not, what it used to work? Not a lot of people have seen it, and not a lot of people appreciate it, but I do. <laughs> Hey, hey, honey, you feeling nostalgic tonight? Uh, huh? <laughs> that, Tom, as a married man, I will tell you, that line will never work. Uh, that being that. said... Yeah, we should probably talk about yeah, we, Pokemon. We should probably yeah. actually try to cover this episode. And and the thing is, I picked this up. Whoops! I picked this episode. I I remember watching this as a kid. I used to watch Pokemon as a kid all the time. And yes, I know I'm still not pronouncing it right, yeah, but po- just deal Pokemon. with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, and and we've been going on and on. It almost feels like uh, what was the episode? The last episode I oh Black Butler where we just. You know, since we had talked about it the week before, but due to the technical difficulties, we had to reshoot the episode, and we our hearts were just not in it, so we bullshitted for what forty five minutes, oh. almost an hour. Yeah. Well, the thing and is, was we like, rallied. Oh, we yeah, did. We rallied. Really did. We got through that. We rallied strong. And that's yeah. honestly, that's honestly what we need to do now, because we've been yes, we've been bullshitting for about eh, 36, 37 minutes, and yeah. we need to uh, do some cartoon commentary. We need to do what our purpose is. Let's get out our nostalgia pieces. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'll start talking about uh, Prime Ape Goes Bananas, which is season one, episode 24 of Pokemon, uh, however you pronounce it. Pokemon Indigo League, if you find it on Netflix. Yes. Is the original... original American Pokemon. Yeah, it, it's, yeah. it gets a little confusing with all the different seasons that are not completely obvious what order they go in. And there's mm-hmm. also like some sort of, I think, like movie mm-hmm. on many. Netflix. There's, like, there's a lot no, of Pokemon a, stuff on Netflix. No, there's a yes, bunch there of is. Pokemon movies and Pokemon series. So, and like reimaginings is, or whatever. It's weird. Yeah. If you find it on mm-hmm. Netflix, it is Pokemon Indigo League Season 1, Episode 24, which is funny because if you Google it, it says it's Season 1, Episode 25. But it is <laughs> the title of the episode is Primeape Goes Bananas. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh. I think we... I wonder, not to interrupt us again, but uh, is that because there was like an episode... I know there were a few episodes early on in Pokemon that got taken off the air... So that oh. might screw up the numbers. Yeah. yeah. So that Because might... I think there's a Porygon episode that had seizures. There was yes. a yeah, bikini episode that. where James yep. had boobs. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah. Oh. So, so it's probably something in regards to that. Yeah. Really? Because um, Netflix has put some really questionable content up. Before. Yeah, but at the same time, they will pull content that isn't actually related to what they're talking like or technically it could be something that like the 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 people that supplied the episodes pulled so like well the thing is if it's if it's um 
if it's the Porygon episode, they just won't air it. Yeah. Well, that, the, it makes sense issues. because it causes seizures uh, for some people. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Some kids. Like could, it's it's it would kill yes, them, so, it's yeah. a health related issue. It's yeah, not a it makes sense. Oh, that we don't want to show sexualized characters. It's it's a health issue. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we no, don't want to show a sexualized polygon. I mean, to the that's kids. the problem is that they were so yeah. they, they were so Ooh, sec- that Porygon. No, they were they were so sexualized that it caused seizures. That was the problem. Uh. Anyway, <laughs> the word you're looking for is anyway. If, and that's and usually remind my phrase. me. Remind me, Porygon. Uh, in the original Pokemon Red and Blue, you got him from that. Uh, what was it like a casino or a game place where you you got like tokens or something or tickets. He was one of I the. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I as soon as you, you the name was said, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember him. I remember what a pain in the ass it was to get him. Um, and it was and, totally not worth it. <laughs> uh, totally not worth it. And in, uh, in Gen One, he's not that good. No, and it's it's funny because uh, earlier today we were sort of texting, and I, I brought up how I still have my original Pokemon Red game cartridge the the game boy game cartridge and it's in my car right now uh with my i forgot what what game boy it is it's it's small and it's green but it's one of the not the original game, game boy, boys game boy pocket yeah that's it yeah like um, if, if it's legit green it's game boy pocket if it's teal it's game boy color uh it's green legit green yeah, yeah so game teal. boy pocket yeah yeah, I used to have uh, an old school bulky, like real Game Boy yeah. uh, that was red. It, I remember my brother got the very first one that was the original Game Boy, and then when I got mine, I got the all red one, which yeah, I lost. Play it I, loud series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, anyhow, so yeah, I still have my. So this, I have the. Okay, it's got to be what twenty six years old or something that game and. Uh, Every time I've had a car, I, I throw that Game Boy with that cartridge in it in my car in a case of an emergency and so, for entertaining purposes, yeah. You don't keep batteries in it, do you? Uh, yeah, I should probably, probably should take those out. That. Yeah. You might not have a working Game Boy anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably pop them off. They'll be all nasty and corroded and messy. Yeah. I did use it, uh, I don't know if you remember, a couple years back, I was uh, heading down to Virginia, and I broke down in Union, uh, New Jersey, and uh, anyhow, I had to have my car, the radiator fans replaced, and while I was waiting, I was actually in the mechanic shop playing game bo- the, <laughs> the Pokemon Red, and it was like the first time I played in like 12 years, but I just remember this... being so happy that I had it, and thought of having it. <laughs> Does your does your game still save? Mm-hmm. Oh, or wow. well, last time I played, it still saved. Yeah, it might not I, anymore. It's those. Probably, a lot yeah. of those need to be replaced. Oh, mm. they have internal batteries in those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's just a, it's just a watch right? battery. So I'm okay. pretty sure you know how to weld a little bit, right? So you could yeah, probably nice actually solder. switch it out yeah. yourself. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, solder, whatever. Well, same thing. <laughs> Get the blowtorch out. Well, welding a battery. <laughs> little... One of the one of those is probably a little overkill. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, um, gotta replace this battery. Gotta you know how to cold, cold fusion this battery, right? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, um, fuck it, Tom. Yeah, it's Tom. Tom. 
Laser Should focus. Do the fucking episode, please. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. I finally got the talk, though. Wait, uh, hold, on, yeah. butter, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. A butterfly. A butterfly is flying by. No, it's not. Tom, do the episode. <laughs> uh anyhow so yeah uh i was just gonna give a little background information as to why i picked this because as a kid i used to watch this cartoon after school um middle school i think those were the years and uh, yeah yeah and in fact the whole reason i started watching it was our friend tj and you know this was like 20 something years ago he came over with his original pokemon red and uh, we had the Game Boy, uh, the Super Game Boy. That's what it's called, right, Corey? You plug it in the... Yeah, you play uh, it on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. And I had one of those, and we plugged it in, and he was telling me all about this game, and I had no idea about it. And I remember getting into it, and all of a sudden he fell asleep, and like I stayed up an extra six hours, and when he woke up, all his, all his Pokemon were like 20 levels higher. I had already gotten Snorlax, and he's like, what the fuck is this, you know? Um <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, uh, yeah, so Pokemon, awesome. Loved it when I was little. Had the trading cards, all that stuff. Uh, I think I even had Pokemon Pogs. Do you remember Pogs? Oh, I remember Pogs. Yeah, yeah, I think I even had Pogs with Pokemon on them at one point. Anyhow, yeah, so uh, I was thinking about Pokemon in general, the, the, the series, and I thought, all right, if I'm going to pick an episode to watch, I'm going to pick... An episode that confused the shit out of me as a child. Like, I'm talking, I'm nine years old, and I start watching this episode, and a little happens before this, and we'll really get into it, but they start talking about jelly donuts, and there are no jelly donuts, and it really makes me question. I thought they just called them donuts. Well, they are donuts, but at one point, Brock, I think, says jelly are his favorite kind, Uh... and he made them. So he says jelly-filled donut. That's what my reference was with uh, our intro. I am a jelly-filled donut. Uh, because, yeah. Well, anyhow. So we start this episode with uh, Professor Oak hanging out at his house, drinking tea, being real relaxed. And uh, Ash Ketchum calls him up to brag. And I, I actually found this pretty funny because, you know, Ash calls him up and he's like, Oh, look, I got four badges. And he's going on and on about how great he is and then professor oak just follows up with oh well that's good but all your rivals have five and they're better than you and you suck you know in a a nice way but that's more or less what he says to him and uh and yes the thing is it's all it's all because he overslept by like an hour yes yeah like if you trace it all back like he's literally just like an hour behind them so he really probably does suck compared to them <laughs> if, he, if he's like falling that far behind from one hour. Well, you know what's messed up? So, yeah, he felt he was an hour behind them. So all his rivals have like 20, 30, 40 more Pokemon than him or they have more badges than him. But somehow he has uh, a Charmander. He has a Bulbasaur and a Pikachu to start off mm. with. That's the that seems pretty broken to me. He's playing this on easy mode. Yeah, that's probably like one of my pet peeves with all the Pokemon series is like I'm so sick of him having all the starters every time just because you got to market the starters and all the, mm-hmm. you know. 
Like, mm-hmm. it's just so annoying because I remember, like, one of my favorite aspects of this show, because uh, I was, I guess I'll give a little backstory on my Pokemon upbringing, but I was super into Pokemon before it even came out over here because mm-hmm. I was getting all the Nintendo powers that would hype it up and they had all the, like, little inserts for the Pokemon uh it was like a comic book, but it also like would give a whole bunch of information. So I had like favorite Pokemon before, you know, the games even came out. Uh, mm. As I'm sitting here, I'm looking up at the uh, the promo poster that used to hang in the KB Toy Works in Southington <laughs> because my mom worked there back then. So we snagged that really that's, quick. That's a deep cut. It's it's baller as fuck. I've had like some ridiculous offers on it, and uh, so I have the one and, from the crystal version. And you literally color. just shank those people and just kick them to <laughs> yeah. the street. It's like yeah, like, yeah it's, fuck you. It's like the amount someone would have to give me is unthinkable at yeah. this point. Just because it's like such a nostalgic thing for me, I was so happy to get it when we got it, and I was so ridiculously into Pokemon. Uh, I I had the game day one. Unfortunately, mm. I didn't really understand how the proper way to play a Pokemon game. So, of course, I have a level 100 Charizard with, like, no one else that could do anything. <laughs> because I didn't have any aspect of, oh, I should level up other Pokemon. Wait, why Why mm. would you? You have a level 100 Charizard. You don't need anyone else. You just... All that's your true, eggs, but that's all not... Your eggs in one basket. That's <laughs> not the fun way to play Pokemon, in my opinion. Like, true. And I know that now, but back then I didn't know any better. Um, I mean, the fact that you beat the game, right? You beat it with a. a actually, level... I didn't. Oh, okay, all right. Well, I, I never, wow. I, I never beat the original Pokemon. I beat uh, Fire Red or Leaf Green back when they re-released them, mm. but I never beat it because I had gotten to a point in the game where it was just like I, you know, I was also a young kid. I didn't want to like actually go through all the work of leveling up other Pokemon. Uh. Grab who couldn't it. really fight for themselves because you had to do, like, the swap training back in well, the day. you'd have to go mm. back to, like, a way lesser area and use those Pokemon and, and swap out the Charizard and, you know. Like, at that point, like, you had probably no hope. Like, at the end of the game, no matter how good your end Pokemon was, stat-wise and everything, like, you, you couldn't win a full battle using a single Pokemon. Yeah, plus it was mm. also kind of weird because Pokemon was so new back then, obviously. Yep. Uh, so I don't know how this worked because I think you guys went to a different middle school. But in middle school, no one t- talked about Pokemon. Okay, see. Because we were kind of at an age where it was just like everybody's it was not cool. a little old for it, question mark. Like no one was quite sure like where it fell age range wise which is weird though because honestly like i feel like 10 to 15 years later like high school kids were playing pokemon and i was just like shit i was embarrassed about playing this in you... seventh grade yeah you guys went to the other middle school because my middle school it was such a big thing that my middle school actually outlawed like you weren't allowed to bring pokemon cards or wear any pokemon related shit they would send you to the office really? and oh, confiscate you, you, Yeah, I, because it became crazy. Corey, yeah. you hear that? We went to the wrong middle. Yeah, no, Corey, me and you went to the same. We went to the DePaulo. 
Yeah. Well, I, I didn't really talk to you until high school. That's so. true. I didn't know you existed until high school. We weren't in any of the same classes. No, I was in all the dumb classes. Keith was in the smart classes. Were there? Was, I, wait, I, was I pretended. There a divide in middle there school? There was. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, in middle school, there were teams. Oh. So there was that. I don't know. Oh, how that worked, you're but... in the blue team mm. or the silver team. Yeah, it's that stupid shit. And you also played saxophone. I played trumpet. So. Uh, you didn't really commingle no, in the band. No, you didn't. Because when we played, I there was like 16 kids that played saxophone. and Way was, too many saxophones. Yeah, way too Good many. Good lord. I mean, we had three uh, trumpets and two of them didn't know how to play the damn thing. <laughs> was one of them Nate? No. I was, yeah, was yeah. School, no, or? one of them was Nate and one of them was me. Oh, God. Sorry, Nate. So you had three, <laughs> three trumpets and two didn't know how to play, which was you and Nate. Exactly. So, oh, the third one must have been uh, Matt. 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 I don't not know. Gonna, not going to say his last name because the band teacher was his father. And that's well, the only reason why he knew how to play. I don't think I knew that back then. Or yeah, ever. I think I learned that just now. I didn't know that until high Me school. Too. And I was like, holy shit. That's why you're good at trumpet. Because your father's a music fucking teacher. And God. he's standing right there. Yeah. <laughs> and you're in. Yeah, exactly. You're in that grade. So you better be first fucking chair. Good thing that the only competition was Nate and Corey. <laughs> <laughs> and I. So, I. Tr- I only pretended to play. I like when they would do like the do your scales. I would just be like, "Do you really want me to?" Like it's not going to be good. Like I can't do it. You're like enough. Like the other people are making enough noise. I can just pass here. I'm going to pretend. I I literally only stayed in the band because in middle school there was a field trip that supposedly in eighth grade. Everybody in the band goes on this field trip to New York to see, like, some sort of musical. And when we got to eighth grade, they opened it up to the entire damn class. Mm. So being in the band meant literally nothing. Yep. (laughs) But anyway, we were talking about Pokemon. Yeah, so uh, Professor Oak explains to Ash that he needs to get his ass into gear and catch some more Pokemon because, as he explains... You know, with his poetry, because Professor Oak does poetry, uh, that you gotta have good rhymes to make good poetry, so you gotta catch more Pokemon. That's logic well, right there. And, and 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 Gary Gary is ahead of him. Whoever yeah, Gary and, is. Gary, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. We know who Gary is. Gary is Professor Oak's grandson. Oh, yep. and Ash yep. is just some kid that Professor Oak likes it's his neighbor i think they're neighbors right and professor yeah. Oak is banging ash's mom so and that's the common common thought yeah so yeah. professor oak basically goes, <laughs> oh you got four badges and that's it and you know gary has five everybody mm-hmm. else has five everybody has five badges except for you you know gary's captured 30 pokemon yeah by the way gary's better than you yeah in you know, every way possible. You know, Gary is just a Pokemon catching machine, and you're Ash Ketchum, and you're not catching them. How embarrassing! One thing, one thing that they never really delve into or bring up is I think most of the times you see Gary in the in the cartoon, 
he's like being driven around in a car with a whole bunch of like girls as his cheering section. Of course he's ahead of you. Yeah, he's a rich kid. He's got a goddamn car. Yeah. You're walking. Yeah, he's 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 got an entourage. Like he probably has yeah. other people <laughs> catching Pokemon for him and just yeah. delivering them to him. Mm-hmm. This is this is this is the the tale of the one percent versus the ninety nine percent. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. Eventually, uh, they get off the phone, and Ash is very, uh, you know, sad. Sad because he realized he's pretty pathetic and he sucks and he needs to set his alarm an hour earlier. Um, but yeah, and we cut to Ash walking back to our group of uh, what would you call them? His entourage, his, his followers, like his friends. He, yeah, well, they were former what uh, gym leaders, right? Well, Brock is Misty Brock is. is in a family that has three other sisters that are gym leaders. And she only happened to, uh, be a gym leader because they had already been beaten by all the other people from pallet town that day uh, that they showed up. That's I mean, in the game, she's a gym leader, but hmm. if we're just well, talking about the anime. Yeah. This is what I found kind of interesting. You know, after this whole professor Oak conversation about how, much ash sucks we also have to remember ash's followers include two of the gym leaders that he got badges from you know gary doesn't have uh gym leaders go you know what you beat me so hard i'm gonna quit my way of life and follow you around (laughs) (laughs) yeah gary gary doesn't do that so um but yeah so anyhow ash is walking back sad and misty's sitting there eating what is clearly not a donut Clearly not a donut. But, uh, you know, as she's talking, oh, Ash, you're pretty depressed. You know what'll cheer you up? A donut. And, and that's she when she goes to hand him a rice ball. Yes, this is a rice <laughs> ball. And, and I remember being a little kid watching this thinking, is that what a jelly donut was? Because back then, I liked plain glazed donuts or like the chocolate glazed donuts. I didn't, yeah. didn't venture with any of the other kind of donuts yet. Because jelly donuts suck. Yeah. <laughs> well, now, yeah, now I know. But back then, I thought they must have really sucked because they looked like they were made of rice and seaweed. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they proceed to have a whole conversation about how much they all like jelly, uh, how much they like donuts and, and how Brock made these donuts and how they're his favorite and they're jelly-filled it's and blah, blah, blah. It's his own special recipe. Yeah. And it just... It's mind-numbing because they say the the words donut or the word donut like every other honestly, <laughs> every other word. I, honestly, I almost thought it was like a cupcake at first, like the way that they it handed because it looked like there was like potentially frosting on top with a like a cherry in the middle. Granted, it was like a almost like a hole in the middle with the cherry. Like it was weird. Mm. It was I thought that was jelly when I was little. Yeah, a jelly or a cherry, <laughs> but like it looked like frosting. But like mm-hmm. I, I totally agree with the rice ball synopsis. Is that like my first watching of it though? I was just like, are those, those are the, but those are cupcakes. And I was like, <laughs> no, those aren't even cupcakes. What, what are these? <laughs> like I was just like, because. 
I immediately went to a different dessert because I was like, well, they're definitely not donuts. Maybe they're cupcakes. And I was like, <laughs> no, they're not cupcakes either. What the fuck? Yeah. Are like, <laughs> what's, what are, what's wrong with these? And then Brock was like, oh, it's my secret recipe. Or my, my, he was like, it's my own special recipe. And I'm like, oh, your special donut recipe is don't give them a donut. Like, that's, hey, <laughs> guess what? The recipe, fucking rice. <laughs> you guys want a great donut i make it with rice awesome like i don't ah uh, i'm like just so upset about brock offering rice balls and being like here's a donut and then nobody calling him out on it. they're just like yeah this is great brock you fucking crazy psycho <laughs> like, the thing is like, I don't know, I've never watched Pokemon, uh, well, subtitled, like, with the original Japanese. Mm. So, I don't know how often they, like, change the dialogue to just, like, talk about something else, but I'm pretty sure they could have just talked about pretty much anything else and just mm -hmm. had it be while they're eating some rice and just don't talk about the rice ball. Just don't mm. talk about it. Yeah. Be like, yeah. hey, would you like some food, Ash? Here's some food. Or call it a rice ball. That would yeah, be what, okay, too. What's so offensive to <laughs> us Americans about eating rice balls? Like, well, what? so this is going to be kind of a, a deep dive. But <laughs> back, not so much in like 98, but like a lot earlier in the 90s, like mm -hmm. you had a lot of things that would come from Japan that we would get like a dumbed down version like there was a lot of nes games that would be like translated over and we would get like a dumbed down version because you know oh dumb americans can't you know figure this out you know not as good at games not you know yeah so like they're, they're like that's why we got doki doki panic as super mario brothers 2 instead <laughs> of the actual super mario brothers 2 because mm. you know what we know as the lost levels was too difficult for dumb Americans. Mm -hmm. So that, and they didn't want the exact same art style, you know, mm. basically twice in a row. They wanted it to look newer, fresher, clean kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it, I think it might've been something like that where it's just like, well, we don't have rice balls in America, so we can't call them rice balls. Even though we've never stated that, you know, Pokemon is in America, mm. you know, mm -hmm. God forbid we actually have something from the country that, you know, it's originating nope. from. So I, I have the answer. Give it. <laughs> I Googled it, it. And basically in, po in the Pokemon, Pokemon, correct pronunciation, anime, Brock very infamously refers to his rice balls as jelly-filled donuts in English dubbing. And this is, well, it's inspired some humorous attempts to make donuts that look like onigiri. Onigiri <laughs> are not necessarily always in a ball shape. Uh, traditionally, and I've made mm. these actually before, so, surprisingly, unsurprisingly, uh, they're in a like rounded triangle shape and sometimes you wrap mm -hmm. seaweed around them in like in a u-shape on the bottom side um 
but you usually stuff them with either like a tuna or pork mixture. So it is a, I mean, because Japanese culture probably doesn't have like a jelly donut equivalent. It's like there's snack food that you pick up from a, like, you know, uh, a small shop or street vendor would be like an onigiri, which is stuffed with something. So it's kind of like a jelly donut in that aspect. And I feel <laughs> like they were just really fucking stretching it where they're like, oh, here's this rice ball that's probably stuffed with like tuna or pork. We're going to call it a jelly donut because Americans are dumb. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you know, it, it just was sort of mind boggling hearing the word donut over and over again when there was no donuts there. But eventually uh, Brock and, starts talking with Ash and uh, says something that I remember thinking to myself, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And makes sense because Brock is a, a gym leader, former gym leader, so he knows what he's talking about. This guy's a professional. He says to, to Ash, you know, it's it's all about quality over quantity with Pokemon to, to help you become a champ. Whereas, like, Professor Oak is like, no, you have to catch as many as possible. That's what makes you a master. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, well... well I don't know. I, I think I trust Brock a little more. As soon as he says that, Ash goes, okay, I got it. I just got to catch as many as possible. I'm like, no, that's not what Brock said, you dick. Well, the thing is, if, and I don't remember this specifically, but in the games, the professor gives you the Pokedex because he wants you to go out and fill out the Pokedex. Yeah. So Get all the information. He, yeah. I don't think it's the exact same premise in the show because if it is ash is doing a fucking terrible job yeah no yeah. i think it is the same premise though is the professor wants ash to catch as many as possible so the professor can study as many as possible whereas ash is like following brock's advice where he's like no like i'm being selective and catching the best temperament or the most powerful or whatever um and Ash is actually building out a team that will help him, you know, achieve world domination. And, and yeah, and then in, <laughs> in the same season, he's in an episode that I also think got pulled for gun reasons. He goes and catches 30 Tauros for whatever reason in the what? Safari Zone episode. What? Oh, Tauros? yeah. It's, oh. it's the bull Pokemon. Yeah, no, I know mm -hmm. Tauros, but what did you say? What? Tauros? He catches 30 of them. Oh, 30? 30. The, the quantity, 30. God damn. <laughs> That's a... Yeah. Like, is he going to bullfight? Like... <laughs> like, he, he basically catches 30 and then he sends them all to Professor Oak. So, for a few episodes, is... and, and if you're following along when this was coming out, or, or maybe after the fact, I don't remember if they showed the episode originally and then pulled it or if it just never made it to air in the united states because it's a safari zone episode and uh the person in charge of the safari zone on the show is constantly like pointing a gun at people god damn that's <laughs> i mean i'm still reeling at 30 toros because i'm like what does professor need those for is he 
Is he doing his own bullfights? Well, he, he ends up he ends up having like a whole ranch of Tauros because mm. of it. Because in in the show, the professor doesn't just like store them and keep them in pokeballs. He like lets them out and they just like take over They're... his house practically. Yeah, <laughs> free why, range, free does, range. But why Pokemon. does he? But why does he want thirty Tauros? Like, if Atch if Atch catch thirty Tauros. The professor must have wanted them. Like, there's no reason Ash would just be like, Ash would be like, normally, oh, I have one of these. I'm good. I'm chill. Instead, he caught 30 of them being like, oh, you know what? The professor's quota this month on the drug ring is 30 fucking Toros. Like, he's indebted to the Spanish government and they're looking to do the bull run sooner this year. So... I just feel like there's 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 another objective here. Like he's I've never heard of Ash catching that many of a single Pokemon. Like this is conspiracy level shit. Yeah, you know, I'm also confused too. Uh in the Pokemon world, uh are all animals Pokemon or are I'm pretty sure. I, yeah. I don't I don't think I've ever seen anybody just have a cat. Like, yeah. It's always some sort of cat Pokemon, like Meowth, Persian. Yeah. Yeah, so, no. like, when they're eating steak or burgers, oh, no. that's what I was wondering, like, where are they getting this meat from? You're like, man, no, everybody, no eats, everybody, eats, everybody <laughs> eats fish because Magikarp is fucking bullshit. <laughs> they don't realize it, it evolves into a Gyarados. So mm-hmm. everybody eats fish, and that's why there's like really few Gyarados around. You know? Yeah, that makes perfect um, sense. Well, the thing is, from what I've he- heard, like you wouldn't even want to eat a Magikarp because it's like all scales and bone. Yeah, I mean carp as a fish. There's like no good meat in there. <laughs> yeah, car- carp, mm. like regular carp as a fish, is not a good eating fish. But, um, damn. So think of think of think of a. Think of a Pokemon you like to eat. Ready? Um, get ten seconds. Think of a Pokemon that you'd want to eat. <laughs> I don't have a lot of knowledge in this, so I'm gonna call on you guys. One. Go for ten, nine, eight. Okay, Tom, go. Mister Mime. <laughs> oh no! Oh god! <laughs> oh no! Oh no! So Tom. You're Tom's a cannibal. You're not choosing that for flavor. You're choosing that out of hate. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, not gonna. He's like, not, no. Yeah. If I eat one Mr. Mime, that's one less Mr. Mime that's walking the fuck around. <laughs> yep. Okay. All right. Well, Corey, are you ready? Yeah, I was just gonna go with Miltank because it's basically just a cow. Oh God. All right. Well, that's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That and and when you face Miltank against Whitney, and I forget whatever generation it is, it's like literally one of the hardest gym battles in the game. So fuck that Pokemon. Yeah, I get it. I was gonna honestly choose uh, Snorlax because. Oh fuck you! What? That's my favorite Pokemon. No, I mean he's not eating Snorlax. He's he's great, but if you look at how you It's all fat. Yes, that's exactly the reason. That's do you, do you, not do you, what you don't 
do you realize do you like your steak fat listen do you realize when they raise animals the less they move the more intramuscular fat that they have so you don't eat the fat you carve that out you eat the muscle the muscle has a lot of intramuscular fat which is like the soft fat that like melts away when you cook it and makes it more flavorful so granted there would be a lot of waste with the snorlax because it is encased in fat but the muscle that it has would probably be the most flavorful on you know from a culinary perspective I almost feel like our goal with this podcast today is to traumatize people. <laughs> Talking about bro- broken limbs, eating Pokemon, Pokemon is dog fighting. Fine. You know what? <laughs> Shit. I'd, I'd eat a Charmander because it's probably spicy. How about that? <laughs> I'd, I'd prefer that than, than the Snorlax. So that I, went, I, went a, I went a little too deep into intramuscular fat. Hello, dear listeners. It's your old pal Tom here, real quick to ask for your assistance in helping us grow the podcast by leaving us a five-star rating on iTunes. Also, if you enjoy the show, or at least Keith hasn't offended you yet, why not share it with your pals and family? Alright, so Mankey appears, and uh, I think it's Misty offers him uh, a donut, which is really <laughs> rice ball, uh, you know, just being nice. And Ash gets it into his head that he's going to be the greatest Pokemon master in the universe, and he's going to start by catching Mankey without actually battling him or wearing him down. So uh, he goes and hucks a Pokeball at him, uh, and Mankey counters that by throwing uh, a jelly donut uh, at it, <laughs> and Ash catches himself a jelly donut, which is... A rice ball, but which he and, doesn't. Uh, hey, need, by the way, wait yeah. a few generations, and that probably would be a Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Own a Garymon. Yeah. Own a Garymon. <laughs> Once you got to black and white, things get weird. Oh God! Mm-hmm. It's oh, like God. here's garbage. The Pokemon. It's like oh, so, yeah, yeah. They're they're clearly just running out of material. They're like, oh, it's Lampmon. Yeah. Oh, this <laughs> literally. Is, this is Deskmon yeah. and Shumon and Carmon. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um, yeah. So uh, during all this, uh, Mankey gets pissed and decides to be- beat up Ash a little and steal his hat. Um, and that's when uh, Ash makes a big deal about this hat. I remember uh, when we when I watched this. And they're going on and on about how special this hat was. I was trying to remember back in the game. I'm like, was there anything to do with his hat in the game? Like, why are they making the hat such an important point? Because, you know, well, you they... don't play. You don't play as Ash in the game. You don't. No, you play as you. Yeah. Whoever you want to be, Ash, well, yeah. and so canonically, you play as Red. And uh, red is very specifically different from Ash. Red is competent. Red actually can become <laughs> the champion. Ah. Um, so Ash and Red have always been different. It's just they give you the option to name your character Ash just because, well, some people will think of the character as Ash, so they'll, you know. 
but like okay. if you if you look at the manga Pokemon Adventures, you, like Red and Ash are very specifically different characters. Hmm, didn't know that. Okay, good to know. That's why I'm a um, Pokemon master, Tom. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yep. where were we? Oh, Check yeah. So, uh, Menke steals this hat, and uh, they make a big deal about how, you know, uh, these hats are super rare, super special, uh, and it took Ash a ton of postcards to get one, which. <laughs> I guess sending postcards um, limited in edition. Literally, he said he sent in a million. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is concerning because um, he would have had to hire a third-party mailing company. He would have had a huge expense. I mean, postcards, I mean, nowadays are 50-something cents. Even back then would have been 30 to 40-something cents. So a million of them would have been... A but ton of money for this hat like so i mean yeah that expense alone like the the postage alone on a million mm. i mean i can understand why he wants his hat back because if yeah. his parents fronted him that money this is the lifelong hat and i bet you that's why his parents broke up no, it's the true. Stress, the stress of Ash when he stole the the, his... the parents' credit cards to to buy all these postcards and and postage stamps. His mom was like, "I'll hang around." His dad was like, "Fuck you guys, fuck yeah. fuck you guys." So and... what's weird though is that, um, so when he loses that hat, Brock turns to him. I, am I skipping ahead? <laughs> no, no. All right. So Brock turns to him and goes, "Yeah." Losing your favorite hat is like losing your best friend. Yes. <laughs> I'm just <that's>... like, <laughs> what? Yep. What are they trying to teach about friendship? Brock doesn't wear hats. Yeah. It's... Which, which uh, this is what I, I, I love because immediately after this, Team Rocket shows up to do as they usually do, try to steal Pikachu away. Um, but... I, I love it because after you just pointed out, Brock explains, yeah, losing a hat like that is like losing your best friend or a loved one. Uh, Team Rocket appears and they're like, hey, can you just give us a break today? The man just lost his hat. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's like losing losing your best friend or a loved one, you fucks. Uh, how cruel can you be, Team Rocket? But... uh yeah, I think I'm going to use that as an excuse from now on when I need to get out of something. I'm going to be like, I just lost my hat. <laughs> you know, cut me a break. Uh, I just, I'm not I'm not coming to work today. I just I'm lost not, my hat. Yeah, you know, guys, I'm sorry. I just I can't make it. I just I just lost my hat. Oh just, shit. I can't. I just can't take, deal with it. Take as much time as you need, man. Oh, thanks, dude. Cool. I know what thanks. it's like. I know what <laughs> no, it's like, like losing your best friend. You gotta realize as soon as, <laughs> as soon as you say like, "Okay, man, take as much time as you need," I'll be like, "Cool, dude. Bye." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah. While they're talking about uh, the hat to Team Rocket, uh, Mankey appears, and I don't know if you guys noticed this. Like as a child, it didn't occur to me, but as an adult. When Mankey appears to Team Rocket, he just casually teabags them all. <laughs> Did you notice that? Like, he just jumps up and puts his crotch in all their faces <laughs> until James 
just turns to him and hauls off and kicks him in the balls and sends him flying. <laughs> yeah, yeah Mickey, Mickey has control issues. Yeah, and and like at first I'm thinking, you know, it, remembering as a kid, I'm like, yeah, James kicked him, and that was so mean. Team Rocket, they're the bad guys. But now as an adult, I'm like, yeah, if a monkey just stuck his scrotum in my face... <laughs> I would feel a little compelled to defend myself by kicking this monkey to get him away from me because, you know, it's not cool being sexually assaulted by a monkey. But that's just my opinion. I mean, I guess. don't don't all agree with me. I mean, I would not that's, that's that's not an event that I would do in order to achieve coolness. You're you're correct. It's I would say it's it's um at least awkward and you'll never get ahead at school without letting a monkey teabag you Keith. yeah if somebody, <laughs> that's if how somebody, you achieve if, coolness if, if somebody got that on video that's pretty bad but it's it's slightly violating um and the more you know i mean granted like yeah. a monkey is you know it's an animal doing animal things it's yeah. um you know, it's not like, it's not like your best friend was like, "Hey, bro, what's up?" and threw his his balls in your face. Like that's, you know, oh my it's, god, it's a, that's it's a monkey. It's not. So, that, <laughs> Keith just Keith just got a preview for when we were finally able to meet up. Oh no! <laughs> when we finally see each other post COVID. Uh, everybody just throws their balls at everybody. Don't be don't be yep. sitting down, Keith. I can't jump wait, that high. Wait, wait. Did, it, did everybody's balls get like super stretchy during COVID? It was that was that a side effect? Where yeah, everybody mine, just yeah. throw, like those. I could use mine like a, a grappling hook and just like mm-hmm. sling it up around a tree well, and, you, and swing on it. You remember those yeah. quarter those quarter vending machines that had like the sticky hands things that you got? Like <laughs> yeah, exactly, oh. exactly. Like everybody's. Yeah. Every like unfortunately on a sweaty day post COVID yeah. on a sweaty hot day everybody's balls work exactly like that. So yeah. we, you we, see we, that dollar over there on the ground? I can pick it up with my balls. <laughs> six feet away. So, so so this is a thing. You see the peeling I'm off just the ground with that dollar bill? Is that why? Is that why some people <laughs> opt instead of wearing face masks they wear those face shields? <laughs> Is that they wear the face shields because that, that was to protect from balls flying the at their face. Yeah. The sticky balls. Yeah, yeah the, let's just let's just be very accurate here. The the I'm just, face facial coverings, facial masks will not protect you from sticky balls. No. But face mm. shields will. Yeah. Yep. This is um nobody's gonna listen to our podcast. The more no, you know. Like literally <laughs> Honestly, the thing is, I was honestly worried with earlier episodes. I was like, shit, my job is probably in danger. Like, just the shit that I have said mainly. And then some of the shit that you guys have just corroborated with me. But (laughs) it's mainly me. It's mainly me. But at the same time, nobody's going to listen to this because we're just talking about balls Dick, dicks and balls and we're, yeah. tr- we're literally I, I want, trying to talk about pokemon and we I want, can't <laughs> and we can't yeah. we keep on talking about balls i want to imagine a future where keith is called into the office <laughs> and 
his boss is just like, Keith, can you explain this? And there's just like this little <laughs> recording device on the table and he hits play. <laughs> And it starts off, what's up, internet? And he's just like, oh my god, I can explain. I can explain! Uh, and he's been hauled off by security. Well, you know what's funny is that, like, my boss works in Iowa. And I work in Connecticut. Not to really dox the shit out of myself, but... Um, yeah, so like it would more so would be like my boss calls me up on the phone and just goes, "What the fuck is this shit, Keith?" and then plays a recording into the phone. Yeah, it's not it's mm. not even as dramatic as going into the. That's the thing is, I could never go into my boss's office, and especially, ah, God, I hate that I keep on referencing the pandemic in this episode, but yeah, it's happening. Let's just acknowledge it. It's. It's still here. I don't know. There's variants or what. Uh, we're we're vaccinated, but we're recording separately because that's what we're doing from the beginning, and it's just easier at this point. And I don't even think we would know how to record in no, the same room together right we, now. We don't, yeah. we, don't, we don't have the correct yeah. setup. We don't. We don't actually have the correct setup. Um, so we're recording separately, kind of on purpose, um, but. Honestly, so go back to it. If my boss had a problem with me, it would be very interesting because he'd have to like over the phone, like a video call and like Skype on my work computer. He'd just be like, <laughs> Keith, um, I'm disappointed with you. Listen to this half-ass shit that you put together where you talked about dicks too much. Well, um, Keith, that's when you go, oh, yeah, watch this. You pull a dollar out of your wallet, you put it on the table six feet away from <laughs> you <laughs> while you got your Zoom meeting going, and you whip out your balls, and you slap them across the table, and you catch that dollar bill, and you whip it back at yourself. I was about to say, why was the dollar bill there? And, and you, you know, um... <laughs> I realize that that is a skill that I could add to a job resume. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, um, You're it's, welcome. It's, it's basically an extra, um, an extra appendage that you didn't think that was advantageous until the, the stickiness set you, in, apparently. You know, speaking about balls, yep. did I ever tell you how... Once James kicked Mankey in the balls, he went flying, and it got him so angry he evolved into a primate. It's true. I mean, the balls oh are... man, do I evolve if I get kicked in the balls? I've actually never been kicked in the balls before. You've never been kicked really? in the balls. Yeah, I got good ball defense. Goddamn! Wow. I've gotten I mean... kicked. I've gotten tapped. I've gotten. It's like not many times, but I've I've gotten the brunt, and it is. I would, I would tell you right now. It's not Rent fun. Don't buy. It, it is not fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just uh, thinking. There's been times where I've been like, I, I I was just thinking there was a time I was at the lab and I was carrying a bunch of equipment. I had to do wait, some wire work. The other scientists kick you in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's where I was going with this. The other scientists decided to kick me in the balls, so I knew what like, it felt like. Hey, Tom's and his shoe got stuck to him. Uh, Tom's carrying something heavy. Quick, kick him in the balls. And that's how he broke his back. Yep. 
but Shit, no, Tyler, I was. I'm glad that I know the true story now. I was holding, uh, I think, like a soldering iron and a couple things, and and uh, anyhow, I had my arms full, and like something that was on a cord fell out of my arm and kind of as it fell down, it swung forward and it just smacked me perfectly in the balls. And it was like just enough, so I knew it wasn't. It wasn't like somebody hauled off and kicked me, but it was enough where I knew, in like five seconds, I was gonna be hurting bad. And I'm like, I had to brace myself. I just immediately put everything down on the table, grabbed the table. I was like, oh. Yeah. So yeah. And then I evolved into a primate. Yeah, checks out. Yep. But yeah, uh, I still, so I'm still afraid of your thrash. <laughs> which i i do want to give credit to the the pokemon the the creators of the show they do a good job actually naming uh real moves or techniques that pokemon use in the game they use in the show and they explain it and yeah, i remember they're, they're pretty extreme on their explanations too at the same time yeah but i i remember as a kid playing playing the game you know and and having a, a primate and like having thrash as uh, as an option to use and i i didn't really understand like thrash i i just i thought it was a regular you just went and attacked i didn't realize oh they keep attacking over and over i i, I the show helped me as a kid keith mm. what i'm saying is the show helped <laughs> me understand how to play pokemon and how to use my scrotum <laughs> Thank you. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> let's let's speed line this episode because we are we are he always failing. He always says speed line. Speed when it's line. Speed run. Yeah. Yeah, speed no, run. Speed line. Are, are no. you talking about like snorting this episode, Keith? Tom, I, we make this joke every time he Tom, says speed line. <laughs> Tom, I'm trying to tell you to snort some coke and do this episode, and you yeah. you keep failing to heed my. Um, okay, fine, fine. Here we go. So Mankey no, evolves no. after getting kicked in the the balls. He beats the shit out of Team Rocket. You didn't uh, snort. You didn't snort the coke first, Tom. It's, you know. It's a Keith. Keith, the the coke's over on that table. How am I supposed to reach it from here? Oh wait. Use your, <laughs> <balls>. <laughs> Use your balls. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> back got it uh, how heavy was that cocaine pretty heavy oh man this must have been a half a key this, this... <laughs> good thing for this pack uh, this uh, uh, pandemic you know without it my balls wouldn't be so stretchy yeah and yeah. sticky and i mean sticky. tom hasn't showered in like a year so they are stretchy <laughs> hot and sticky they are they're just like this is canon i said it so <laughs> This is the thing. He's, he's, he's got the half kilo of Coke. Tom, do a rip and then rip through this episode. I was just thinking, I probably could have been done with the episode by now if we didn't go on these tangents. No, it's mostly Oh, you. definitely. It's mostly yeah. you. Uh, yeah, so Mankey, or Primeape, now beats the shit out of Team Rocket. Uh, let's see. Uh, during the fight, the others try to flee. Uh, I, I remember they keep telling uh, everyone, don't make eye contact with uh, Primeape. Don't make eye contact. 
And then there's like this extended scene where Pikachu's trying to m- not make eye contact. I keep but, looking like, at his crotch. I know. <laughs> I'm like, why? Why are we so fixated on Primate's balls this oh, episode? I mean, but the thing is, at the same time, Pikachu's like, oh, no, I can't stare at his eyes. You know what? Stare at his crotch. Uh, yeah, it was a really weird POV. He's like, there's nothing there. So I'm looking up a little. Nope, don't do it. I'm looking up a little bit. No, don't Bobbing do it. Bobbing his head he's, up and down in yeah, front of Prime Ape's crotch. Eventually, yep. he looks at the eyes. And then Prime Ape gets all excited, puts Ash's hat back on. And Team Rocket runs ahead, digs up a hole into the ground, because they're going to catch Ash that way, I guess. And uh, Ash and they all fall on top of Team Rocket while they're well, digging the hole, right? Are they trying right? to catch Ash or catch Prime Ape? I don't know what their goal is. Honestly. I think they they wanted to catch Ash because they want to catch Pikachu. Because eventually they fall in and and you know I remember thinking like why does Team Rocket think this was a clever plan? They just now they're all trapped in a hole and Pikachu's just gonna zap the shit out of them like he does every time. But anyhow, uh, yeah, uh, Primeape appears and. Uh, I forgot, did he get shocked with them all? Or oh, yeah, no, he... no. Ash tells Pikachu to basically, like, Thunderbolt or whatever, and, mm-hmm. or Thundershock, and shocks everyone, including Ash. Um, and Ash is just like, oh, not me. And then Primeape shows up at the edge of the hole that they dug, and it's just like, oh, fresh meat, huh? <laughs> um, and then... Like like the butcher from Diablo. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. He's like, fresh meat. Um, so, <laughs> so Ash climbs out of the hole. Um, and then Pikachu, or sorry, Ash and Primeape kind of like confront each other. Like Ash climbs out of the hole, he confronts Primeape, and he's just like, no. And he calls out to his friends, he's just like, and they're like, run. And he's like, no. A true Pokemon master would never run from a... Uh, he would catch every Pokemon that he... He's like yeah, he, being super yep. just fucking yep. elitist. Yep. yep. I can, I has, can corroborate all of that as a Pokemon master. Yeah. <laughs> and I was going to say, he flashes back to Professor Oak explaining all this to him, too. So, yeah. But he's like, totally... But, like, he he's... he's I mean... Uh, can I? Do you want to go through the the, the lineup here, or, or can I go through it? Like, oh, by all means, continue. I mean, <laughs> so he's like, he throws out, he throws out Squirtle, and he's like, Squirtle, wet his head. You <laughs> want that hot head? I'm like, we he he threw out Squirtle just to. Literally get him wet. And I'm like, oh, okay. Maybe he's going to throw out Pikachu to like electrocute him after he's wet. And then he throws out Bulbasaur. No, that would make too much sense. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he throws out Bulbasaur and he goes, Razor Leaf. And it's like, okay. Like, I'm sure that does. Razor Leaf sounds dangerous. Like, Razor it sounds dangerous. But, like, Mankey's mostly fur. It's like so paper you, cuts. Yeah, you just give him yeah. a haircut at that point. So, okay. And it doesn't look hurt. And then Charmander. All right, Charmander. And Charmander uses fire. And I'm like, yeah, fire hurts. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so this is this is part of why I always pick the fire starter because they just sound like 
the fire starters don't fuck around. <laughs> you got you got water gun, razor leaf, and then goddamn flamethrower. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, well, te- technically, you got ember, but they never use that in the show. Yeah. Really. Yeah. But this Charmander's got flamethrower and rage. That's just a, yep. That's just vicious. Well, yeah. so well, that's rage kind of sucks, but well, well it sounds bad in the show. In the show, it's good. Yeah. Hey, it, it's how they won this fight, right? Yep. Yeah, which made me think rage was good, but I never used it in the game. Well, that's why I had Fire Spin on my Charizard in the game, because he uses it in the mm-hmm. show, and it looks so cool, and then in the game, it's just like, wow. So at, like, level 50, you're doing, like, 10 damage? Ugh. <laughs> so, um, Charmander tries to hit him with some Ember or whatever, and then Charmander gets beat the fuck up, but they let you know that Charmander, as he gets beat more the fuck up, he gets more powerful. So it's kind of like... Um, He's a Saiyan. Yeah, kind of like kind of like Saiyan's a dragon. Like the more... You get, I thought you, you were get saying close, he's a sadist. As long as you didn't go... As long as you don't get outright killed, as long as you get just close to death, apparently, um, Charmanders are just like Saiyans where they just become superhuman... And he basically did a super-powered flamethrower and just, like, knocks out. Like, he just totally so barbecues Primeape. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's either a Saiyan or he's a character in Final Fantasy 2. <laughs> Gotta get down to 1 God HP damn. and then heal up. That's a deep cut. Mm. Yeah, it's a fucking terrible game, though. Okay. <laughs> 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 So, um, you, you know what's the most obnoxious thing ever, though? After this this fight and, and Charmander at this point beats Primeape, uh, it he follows this the fight the fight is followed up with Ash going, "Good work, Charmander! I'll take over from here." And it's like, "Bitch, what have you done? You <laughs> just <laughs> you literally sat here and let all your slaves beat beat up a, a wild animal." Yeah. I don't know. That's the way I just remember like hearing Ash, oh, I'll take it from here. I'm like, Ash, shut the hell up. Don't don't you kill Steel from Charmander. <laughs> it's not like he's gonna go finish him off. He just wants to throw a Pokeball at him. I well, know, like but still it's Oh no, honestly finishing finishing him off would be probably better. He's like instead it's like indentured servitude where you're forced to be my friend. <laughs> yep. Yeah. See, the problem with like putting that kind of lens to Pokemon is just is not fun. Well, I know it ruins it. it it's ruins it's it. not fun because you know what? Every time I go to the animal store and I go to buy a dog, if I go, I the would like to buy star. this dog. But first, but be, first, before I buy this dog, <laughs> I'm going to kick the shit out of it. <laughs> I'm going to beat it with an inch of its life. And then I will buy this dog. That's that doesn't work. I'm sorry because you know what? And they it will be you... so loyal to me after I do this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you expect that loyalty because you saved them from your own kicking. And uh-huh. and and the store owners they just go, "Sir, excuse me. We're calling the police. You cannot do that." And <laughs> it's it's a whole mess. It's a whole mess. It is 
they are not, and you, no matter how many Pokeballs you throw at the store owners and the cashiers, they just do not listen to you. It's, <laughs> it, it's, it's honestly, it's a giant mess. I just imagine when you're in court that your defense will be, of course, you're pleading insanity, but like if they pull you to the stand and they ask you, what were you thinking? You, you'd have to start reciting. I was catching Pokemon. I want I want to be the very best. <laughs> like no one ever was. Honestly, honestly, I think, I think that would be a solid defense. If you, if you in that in that instance, if you well, only if the judge and jurors were Pokemon fans. That would I, that's the only I, way that would work. I feel like there's no way you make it to the end of the song without someone at least like singing I would, along a little bit. Yeah, if I was in the the jury, I I would end up singing or, along with or it. Someone like in just train like, like the is my cause. Dude, Pokemon. I meant to say in the beginning of this episode, and I haven't heard the intro in a long time. I haven't watched Pokemon in a long time. I wasn't like an avid watcher, but I did see like random episodes and. Dude, that is straight up like hype. It is hype montage. Like, <laughs> oh man, it, it like it gets you ready to watch a cartoon. Yeah, it does. It's 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 got to be in my top ten as far as like intro music. Intro music to get you hyped to watch the show. Mm. It's intro music wise top ten. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah. Well, we're we're pretty much just about at the end, so we should wrap this yeah. up. Uh, Ash Ash catches the primate. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he then thinks he's being funny and clever by throwing primate into the hole with Team Rocket. So primate beats up Team Rocket yet again. Oh, he but... punches them into the sky. Yes. They're blasting off again. Blasting off again. And, uh, yeah, then Primeape goes over and beats up Ash one last time. Yeah, which a little black guy, yeah. Yeah. Oh, which I, I do have to say, that, that led to the probably the best joke in the whole uh, episode. Let's see. Uh, when he's getting his ass kicked, you know, Brock says, a hat might help. <laughs> and Misty said, better start sending in postcards. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so hard at that for some yep. reason. Yep. I thought that was the funniest shit. Yep. But yeah, and uh yeah, we're at the end. They 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 reach Celadon City and then talk about how lucky they are that they were chased by that Mankey cuz you know, if they weren't chased and and beat up so many times, they wouldn't have gotten here so soon. I just remember that being really weird logic. Hmm. But, they must and, uh, have, yeah. like, earlier in the episode, they must have run, like, for miles from this Mankey. Yeah. And they just <laughs> cut that out kind of thing. So, like, they're like, mm -hmm. oh, we got here so fast because we ran for, like, 12 miles from this Mankey <laughs> instead of walking it. So, mm. yeah. um, I do want to point out that um, Team Rocket... They do, if you watch the very end of the episode, mm -hmm. they land in a, uh, a different part of the continent, basically. Like, I don't know. They land way far off in literally a forest of, of Mankeys and Prime Apes. So they're about to get just jacked the fuck up. And um, <laughs> they go. And, <laughs> and um, 
The um, they sing the Pokemon names at the end of the oh, episode. The Poker Rap. How do yeah, you how do you not rap. remember? I was just gonna say, Keith. Didn't you feel so gangster as a white <laughs> suburban kid no. growing up? Listen to the Pokemon. I don't think I actually ever really listened to it as a kid. I watched episodes here and there as a kid. I never listened to the very end. But at the very end of the end, they basically give you the the the, the secret is that if you listen to like the whole season, mm-hmm. and you memorize the Poke Rap. From each episode, you will know all 150. Mm. That's the whole secret. Is that like they're not they're they're building on the previous episode. So if you just take the rap from the end of each episode and commit it to memory and just string them together, you will know all 150. So mm. there you go. There you go. Wow. Didn't know that. Cool. Good That's, to know. That was at the very end of the episode. That's why you yes. always watch it to the very end. It's just oh, like yeah. just like a Marvel movie, because you never know when Doctor Strange is gonna like, I don't know, finger a porthole. <laughs> I was gonna say, or you always watch That's... Adventure Brothers to the very end, because <laughs> there's always an end scene after the credits for every episode, except one episode. I was gonna say that's what that's what they call it when. Doctor Strange opens a portal. He fingers a portal hole, right? Is that that's what they call it, right? What are you saying, he, Keith? He, he, <laughs> I was he, just letting it slide, well, he but he had to fingers. bring it back up. He uses his fingers to open the portal hole. So he's so portal hole. Yeah. Are you saying it as one word? <laughs> well, I think he's talking about his anus. It's, it's two words, but it's a portal. It's a hole you jump through. That's a portal. So, oh god! And he uses his fingers to make it happen. To pry it open. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda. I mean, he, he does a lot of circling. Just um, call me Grape Ape. There's a Not lot of Grape Ape. There's a lot the of Prime Ape. There's a lot of concentration. <laughs> I, I couldn't remember his damn name. I was mixing him up with god with uh, with Grape Ape, the the purple ape from Hanna Barbera <laughs> cartoons. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, How Six many out. portal holes out of ten would we give this uh, episode? Uh, I will, uh, since I picked, I'll give my answer. Uh, first, I would give this seven portal holes. Uh, I thought it was, you know, overall, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I had a little nostalgia for it, especially for the theme song. Like, the theme song alone, I wanted... That would make me want to give it like a nine just because I want to listen to that theme song again. But, you know, after watching the whole episode and thinking how silly a lot of it is, especially the fucking jelly donut thing, um, you know, I don't know. Overall, I, yeah, I just have to give it a seven because it's, it's, yeah. 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 yeah I mean, I think, I'm sorry. I think I, would, uh, I think I'd come in at like a six on yeah. this one. Because uh, I, I view these as all separate episodes. Like mm-hmm. overall, the Pokemon series as a whole is probably in like the nine, you know, high nines for me. Yeah, yeah. But like this is honestly an episode that I I know I've seen in the past, but I didn't actually form any like memories of it. Like I, mm. what I took away from this episode back in the day was, hey, 
Ash caught a Mankey, or a Primeape, I guess, mm. and it was kind of a dick to him. <laughs> and that's basically the only memory I formed. I didn't remember the thing with the rice balls, the jelly donut type thing. Yeah. I, I'd heard of it just from, you know, being on the internet and being plugged into YouTube and stuff like that. But, you know, I, I was just thinking when you said Primate was being a dick, I think he's still a dick later on. Like, a few episodes down the line, I think Ash actually decides to try using him. And when he's released, he's a dick to Ash again. Like, he just attacks Ash and doesn't help him. Which. Well, from... I, I the reason I'm bringing it up, I like this because in the game, remember uh, if your Pokemon got too high level and you didn't have like enough, enough badges, badges or whatever, they yeah. they would become unruly. And I was like, oh, yeah. I kind of like that. That was only I, for that was only for traded Pokemon. Oh, okay. I didn't but, realize uh, it was just tra- I thought it was like a level thing. Okay, cool. All I, right. I'm I'm pretty sure. In in. A future episode i don't think it's even that many episodes ash goes to like some sort of uh it's like where he has to fight like hitmon chan hitmon lee mm, and i think he actually mm-hmm. ends up leaving the primate with someone there to train him because he doesn't know how to train a fighting pokemon or something like that yeah because ash just familiar. has this pattern of like catch and release kind of thing where it's like he, he he technically has a decent amount of pokemon it's just he never keeps them mm. yeah. yeah yep so keith what did so, you think so anyway um, how many porter holes i think i'm gonna that go you with, fingered i'm gonna go with cory i'm gonna rate it a six um i don't <sighs> I have a weird nostalgia for Pokemon because not with the TV show, but with the original, like, uh, on Game Boy Color, I played gold and I played red. Um, I played both of those and beat both of those, like, when I was uh, 13, let's say. Uh, It was middle school era, 12, 13, Mm. whatever. Um, And... Loved it. It was fantastic. And um, I did not watch a lot of the show. I watched an episode here or there. So I don't have a ton of nostalgia for it. I feel like, honestly, I, I feel like it's, um, this is the kind of show that, like, eventually we're going to watch, like, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z on this, ep- uh, on, on our podcast. And, and I'm going to rate that, like, much higher than this for literally no reason other than nostalgia. <laughs> and that's, yeah. that's in because Dragon Ball Z des- definitely has less storyline, less character than this show, but I would probably rate it higher. And it's, I don't know. It, like the episode was solid. It was, it was a 19 minute episode and mm. they basically, Set up the storyline, found a problem, solved the problem, found another problem, solved that problem too. Like the first problem being Primeape or Mankey, Mankey, and then second problem being Team Rocket. And then the compounded problem was Mankey evolving into Primeape. And then they solved both problems by capturing Primeape in order to then use Primeape against Team Rocket Mm -hmm. and 
they 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 did it's the whole solid thing. story structure. Solid yes, story structure. They did. Yeah. It flowed. And, uh, there wasn't any big holes or weird inconsistencies. No. It all went along. Yeah, that I I and even as a kid, I remember appreciating that because. Yeah, and I I hate to bring up the Sonic the Hedgehog episode that no one will ever hear, but I mean, it's around the same time period, and I, I watched Sonic the the Hedgehog that that first episode, and it like was my mind was broken. But then you watch <laughs> this, and it, it like when you compare the two, it's night and day. Like just well, just yeah. from a story per- telling perspective it's so, like wow so this is the thing is that i would give it a 6.5 instead of a 6 but the problem is is that they called onigiri donuts yeah so it's a 6 because ultimately could they they could have said onigiri or they could have just said rice balls yeah, I don't think there was ever a chance of them saying onigiri, but yeah, probably not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was like, this is not in 1998. You have to realize this was like one of the this one of main, the shows mainstream. that like was introducing anime to people. Like, yeah, I mean, even us, like, we're predisposed to calling it a cartoon. Whereas right. if we were watching an episode of Bleach, an episode of Dragon Ball Z, we'd be saying anime, anime, anime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. Like, it's so early in, like, everybody's mindset of, that's, like, this is a cartoon. No, you know what? You that's, know? that's a fantastic point, is that is that Pokemon was the bridge of mm. people saying, no, this is a cartoon. They didn't actually tag it as anime. Because anime is... Anime is, like, a, a, is a word or is a terminology... Really yes, means, it is a word, Keith. Well, yeah, 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 but it means Japanese animation. That's that's the previous terminology was Japanese animation. It, it eventually became anime. So, the fact that Pokemon happened and people accepted it as a cartoon in America, it wasn't really like. I'm guessing some people were like, yeah, this is kind of anime, but like, it was a cartoon. Like, it, it actually bridged the gap. Well, it was all a lot of marketing also. Like, everything yeah. Pokemon hit pretty much at the same time. The only thing that didn't really come out at the same time was the card game, which I think hit a year later. Right, right. Yep. So, all well, of a sudden, it was, how much... here's the Pokemon Game Boy game, here's... How much earlier did Pokemon, Pokemon come show? Out in, Here's, you know. How much earlier did it come out in Japan still? Doesn't February matter. February 96 for Japan, September 98 for us. Mm. Still huge. Cuz honestly, this is the funny thing is that Japanese culture loves everything that American culture does, but it, secretly American culture feeds off of Japanese culture to get influences of what we do. So it was like the perfect symbiotic relationship of like Japanese culture. They did this show. 
it was perfect. It was perfectly translatable to American culture. We latched yeah, onto donut, it. No, in a gurry area. Yeah, there you go. We la- we yeah, those latched are pretty on much one to one. We latched yep. onto that show, apples and apples. then and then they like went wild with it, and then we loved the fact that they went wild with it. Like, mm-hmm. that's. Yep. It, it makes sense. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You can even hear Tom's dog in the background just like, could you guys that's, wrap it up already? It's not my dog. Nope, that's that was, that was my oh, dog. it's Keith's dog. Yeah. Keith's yeah. dog has made an appearance. Wow. Yes. Yeah. yeah. My my wife brought my dog up here because she's going to bed. So she, she literally, was sick of him. She literally, oh, well, the problem is if she goes upstairs yeah. without me, he'll bark. So she brings him up and then throws him into the room that I'm in. And then I'll bring him back downstairs. And then he's okay. The, the, <laughs> That's your I'm, cue to hurry up. She, so you... Damn. Uh, did you ever, like, forget an animal's name and it, like, fucked up the timing on your joke? <laughs> What's your dog's name, Keith? Winston? Winston. Yeah. God damn it. Does she, say, does she throw him in and say, Winston, go! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I choose you instead. <laughs> I was gonna say that's that's her uh, way of letting Keith know he needs no. to get ready, get his nostalgia yeah. piece no. out. I've, I've always, <laughs> I, no, no, I've always I've always told her that if she um, if she wants to go to bed because we know that when if like she goes to bed, I'm <laughs> that he's gonna bark. So I, I've always told her if she wants to go to bed, just bring him up and throw him into the bonus room. And this is actually only like the second time that she's ever done that. Um. So, and Winston Winston gets thoroughly fucking confused. Up, he's literally sitting next to me, and I'm petting him because he's just like super nervous. Like he he did one circle around the room and came right to me, and he's just like, I don't know what to fucking do right here. And he's like, I, just, I don't. This is uncharted territory. He's, he's like, this room is weird. I don't know why, what to do. Why are your balls so stretchy? <laughs> <laughs> why are you not wearing pants? This is just... A lot of questions. Oh, God. A There's questions. a lot of sweat. There's a lot of sweat. Oh. Oh. Everything oh. is salty. Oh. Yep. Oh. So, oh. listeners, oh. with that being said... Yeah. Yeah, we'd like to thank you for taking the time out of your day to suffer through listening to three guys ramble about cartoons. Oh, and, and <laughs> honestly, mostly other stuff, but yeah. Yeah, a little bit of cartoons and mostly balls. Uh, if, you'd <laughs> like to, if you'd like to ramble about our ramblings or what we rambled about, you can join the Cartoon Commentary Podcast group on Facebook. If any questions, comments, or corrections, you can reach us at cartooncommentarypodcast at gmail.com. And until next time, we're blasting off again. Yes. Bye. No, we're not going to do... No, no. Yeah, no. Bye. Okay, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> I'm definitely not Keith this time. Bye. Dick. <laughs>